Hi, this is Sci-Fi Talk, the podcast on how sci-fi, fantasy, horror, and comics help us explore our humanity. Welcome to this week on Sci-Fi Talk, looking back at this week's episodes. The Monsters We Defy is an award-winning audio historical fantasy. Leslie Penelope and Shayna Small talked writing and performing this audio piece. You're writing for audio. Does that change compared to what it was in print or, or is it the same? It's the same book. It, I didn't write a different version or make any addition, any changes for the audiobook. But um, a couple of years ago, I did start writing my manuscripts with the idea of audio in mind. I think with maybe my first experiences with audiobook narration and hearing how narrators, you know, if it's not specific enough, it can be misinterpreted. And if I'm just writing, thinking about reading it on the page, not even thinking about how it would sound read out loud, it's just a different perspective. So I would shifted my mindset as a writer and started thinking about, okay, kind of audio first, like it's going to be fine on the page no matter what, but is there something I can do to make it potentially easier for a narrator to record it? So you get the script, Shana, and um, I, I guess you had a director as well or somebody in the, in, you know, with you uh, recording? There was an engineer. An engineer. Wow. So it's really just you. Just me on this one. Yeah. Wow. Um, it's written really well and really specific. So it was like, okay. Let's go, you know. There is more sci-fi talk, so stay tuned. Trek Tuesday featured strange new Trek podcast co-host, Jeremy Vilmer. Well, actually, we started with um, uh, Forbidden Planet. We went all the ah. way back to all the way back to the inspiration for the original uh, Cage episode or pilot. Um, and then we went into Discovery Season 2 and then obviously Season 1 of Strange New Worlds. Is there a consensus as Anson's performance as Pike? Well, he's fantastic, but he's a completely yeah. different take on Pike than Jeffrey Hunter did. Wednesday's podcast featured the complete roundtable with Rebecca Ferguson of Silo. It was all quite new to me. So when um, I was offered the roles with Graham in the room and Morton Tuldum, the, the first director, we were talking and I was umming and eyeing and it wasn't sort of not that I didn't, I loved it and I loved Graham, but it's a big role to put yourself into, right? And I felt a bit like the, the thing we talk about, I've come from sci-fi, I do sci-fi, just uh, is this sort of, I don't want to get into the genre of it, but I love the character and wee, wee, wee. And he kind of went, well, how about an executive producer? And I went, I'm just going to Google what that means, two seconds. I literally, because I didn't know and when I realized it was the fact that I was allowed to be a part of the creative aspect of something, it doesn't mean that I'm writing, it's writ, written, but he listened to my ideas, I felt heard, I, I was quiet, I would listen to him, I learned from a phenomenal showrunner um, how to set up a show, but to be honest, on set, I took producer cap off, I was, I was one with the team, but I think as a producer... If I act a certain way, it will be seen and it will be respected in a certain way, right? And as a lead. So if I want equality around the, and I want certain mannerisms that I will act upon, I don't like hierarchy, then that will be the setting. And I think Graham had that as well. So we had the most incredible energy on set because everyone was a part of it. Um, and I don't know if that's, because of an executive role or people feeling like it was more important, I listen to Graham and I watch other people and I just do what I feel is 
important for a good set. One of the themes is what the past can teach us about our future. What does Juliet hope the past can teach her about this future? I think what's interesting for Juliet is the fact that she's hiding away from the past and what the future is doing is actually unraveling a box that she has for years tried to not unpack. And I think she's coming to terms with that grief and loss is something that makes you whole. You know, she's put in a position of leadership to move something forward. But how can you move things forward if you're not whole, right? Sci-Fi Talk returns in a moment. After Sci-Fi Talk Weekly on Thursday, Friday had the first part of coverage of the Fear the Walking Dead roundtables. Him, what an arc to come back to this season. What's it been like to, to play really some very different facets uh, for, for Madison this year? You know, it's been, it's always challenging. This show has always put us through our courses, um, and that's what we love about it. When I first spoke to Ian and Andrew about coming back on the show, they sort of presented the arc to me. It was very exciting to me, more than I expected it to be. I just jumped in and did it. And this, this, uh, this season, I think we really see Madison. We start with Madison in the place that's um, her lowest I've ever played, the darkest I've ever played. And then part of Madison's arc will be, you know, how does she – find herself? How does she reconcile uh, the things she's done? How does she put herself back together if she does? Um, that's been the, the journey to play, which was very uh, challenging. There's more of The Fear of the Walking Dead, episode one of the season eight roundtables in a moment. What the journey meant to the actors. I think, you know, I've said this, uh, I think I said it at, at WonderCon. I said it the day I wrapped. But this job has really been profound for me. It has been, I've never led a show uh, as I did for the first four seasons. I never have been on a show for this amount of time. I've never been so challenged uh, personally and professionally. And I've never been so rewarded by a role and a job. And um, I, I really felt like when I got the role of Madison, I felt like everything I'd done um, in my life, every class I'd taken, er every job I'd done, everything sort of led me to that role. And, and I, was, I felt so fortunate. And so for it to have lasted as long as it has for us, it's just been, it's been profound. It really has so much has happened in our lives. We've grown um, professionally and personally. We've, we've, created this family that's that's phenomenal it's emotional to let it go but it's it feels right i think we all feel good about it i was listening to kim and i felt the same i when i joined the show we were in mexico it was a different landscape it was a different country it was a you know it, it felt like so long ago but we were there we we're together and we were there from day one and then you know, the last season we finished in Georgia, in Savannah. It's like another landscape, another struggle, like the struggles to deal with the days and the heat. And But at the same time, looking at each other, we are, we're still together. We're still here. And, you know, for me, it was I didn't realize how important it was to finish with Kim until she showed up. I didn't, re I realized when she left how, what a hole she created, but I didn't, 
you know, it's like a kid. You grow up, you're like, I'm going to be a big girl. It's like, you know, and then mom comes and like, ah, I really like to want a big girl. And, and she really filled that in. And also we were in Savannah, which is like a new place that all of us kind of reunited for the first time. So it was weird that, like, you know, I've never been to Savannah. I don't know if Kim has been to Savannah. I know Ruben hasn't been. Like, like it was just this middle ground of us, of us finding a spot to live and to eat and to, you know, it's just kind of like, uh, it, it felt really interesting to kind of like reconnect in a, in a middle ground place, uh, personally. And as an artist, you know, just seeing those faces that, you know, you started this big job with it meant so much. And, and I felt so grateful to be part of that. Uh, for my journey as an artist. And and I felt like this job has prepared me for so much in the future. Definitely, I learned that, you know, nobody's gone until they're gone for real. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, like, really, like, it's crazy. And that, you know, there's always room for surprises. And this is this kind of career that just never stops surprising us, really, never, just never stops. Well, first of all, it took me out of unemployment. <laughs> that's that's very good. Uh, secondly, as an actor, I thought it's a, it's a dream of every actor to play a character that does not correspond to you, to your own self. And um, I, the, the possibilities of, of Daniel Salazar were, were like a constant source of, uh, of challenge and, and amazement because... There, there was this person that has nothing to do with me, the way I am, the way I, I, I usually act and think. And yet I had to find a way to, to understand the character and to, to bring out of, the, uh, of whatever lines I've been given uh, the humanity of the character in spite of the fact that it, it was somebody that in real life probably we would have not been friends. Um, and every single time, every single time that I worked and throughout these eight seasons, there was always uh, a discovery for me. Um, that's the thing about acting. It, 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 it forces you to, to acknowledge things about yourself or about other people that you probably ordinarily wouldn't address. As far as everybody, I mean, I, I'm super glad that, 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 that Kim is back and, 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 and with us at the end of the, of this eight seasons. I mean, I, you know, I'm not going to get into the, 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 when she left, it was a surprise for me. And so I, I was, um, I was very, very happy that somehow it worked that she could come and finish with us what, what we started. Um, and, and, um, so I, th that's one thing that made me very happy that she that she came back i love you guys i love you ruben i love you deny and that is this week on sci-fi talk for the week of may 8th thanks for listening